Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Read the Chicago Reader to get up to speed on what's what in Chicago. Culture. Food. Arts and entertainment. Weekly concert listings. Weekly event listings. The environment. Travel. I can continue, but you get the point. And for all of you Chicago political junkies, raw weekly columns on real city politics from Maya Dukmasova and our very own Ben Jarofsky. The Chicago Reader. Free to the public in newsstands throughout the city and online at chicagoreader.com. Read it now and be a more informed Chicagoan. The world will see me, at least you and Byron and any other guest, uh, come January 1st when I get that new monitor hey hey holy mackerel no doubt about it boy the <laughs> countdown to a new monitor begins on the ben jarofsky show that's awesome uh hey you want to do our new segment yes do you know course. what i'm talking about yes the back half oh no i'm talking about the one where we take a quick look and follow the media strategies of our elected leaders or oh, those <laughs> looking to get elected in illinois the new segment today in illinois media come on Oh, sorry. Now, <laughs> yesterday, I did not have an intro for this segment because I came okay. up with it literally in the middle of yesterday's show when we were talking to Monroe Anderson. But hey, today I got one. All right. So let's do this. It is time for Today in Illinois Media. Today in Illinois Media. <laughs> Right? Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you like it. Where did you get that? I made it. You... Oh, my God. It's brilliant. Uh, Vilma, I just can't thank you enough for the outstanding job our uh, sound design department has done. Vilma, great job. It's all me, guys. <laughs> it's Thursday, December 17th, and today in Illinois social media, Alex Gia... Gia... Ben, how do I pronounce this guy's name again? Alexi Gianu, what is it? Are you there? Did I hang up on you? Alexi Gianulis. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I forgot to put the thing back on. There oh, we'll go. just take that out of the podcast. <laughs> there, no we go. there we go. Alexi Gianulis. 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 Alexi fast learner. Alexi Gianulis. All right. Well, uh, last week on mm. the show, we were given the former state treasurer a hard time. Apparently, Alexi is looking at a run for Secretary of State. Uh, we played a video from him about uh, the video was from about ten years ago, and we couldn't help but notice on this video, my oh my, this feller sounds like a lot like Barack Obama. In many respects, uh, a lot of people in this country uh, fear change. A lot like Barack Obama, all right. But today on Twitter, Gianulis put out a video. And this podcast producer is here for it, all right? In this minute-and-a-half spot, the former state treasurer criticizes Washington for not getting stimulus checks to struggling families and businesses. Uh, He said American people need help. Do your job, Congress. And now the post has more than 437,000 views. Ben, will we ever see something like that? A post that has (laughs) 437,000 views? That's a lot of views. That's a hell wow. of a lot of views. You got to give Gene Willis credit, man. That's a lot of views. 
Wow. I have the video right here. And uh, maybe uh, everyone on the live stream chat, listen up here. We'll play the video. Uh, let's give Alexi a scale of one to five here. One being not so much. Five being, holy crap, you sound just like Barack Obama. <laughs> All right. Very good. Let's hear it. That'll be fun, right? Here it is. Alexi G. Giannoulis. Giannoulis. Alexi Giannoulis. I won't miss 2020. We all remember what March was like. Our favorite bars and restaurants closed up. We were forced to barricade ourselves in our homes. Six million people filed for unemployment in a single week. That's almost 10 times as many jobless claims as the previous record almost 40 years ago. But then something miraculous happened. Congress showed some compassion for working people. Almost every American got a $1,200 check. Parents got a little help to help with their kids. Jobless workers got an extra 600 bucks a week. In April and May, poverty actually fell despite the pandemic because our needs were being met. But then Congress forgot us and the help stopped coming. The extra unemployment assistance expired. Now, one in six Americans and one in four children are going hungry. Millions of Americans can be kicked out of their homes in the middle of winter when we're being told now is as important as ever a time to stay in your home. It's unacceptable that Congress won't pass a bill to put money in workers' pockets to help keep so many people out of poverty. Any stimulus that doesn't direct cash relief is a spit in the face to those millions of Americans that are just trying to stay afloat. The American people need help. Do your job, Congress. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, all right, what was I being asked to weigh? One to five, one being he doesn't sound like Barack, five, he does sound like Barack. Is that was that's what you literally asked me? One uh, and live stream uh chat room weigh in as well here. One, uh not doesn't really sound like Barack Obama. Five, holy crap, is that Barack Obama? All right, it's 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 one. It's negative one. Yeah, it's he's gone the other way. 2010. Okay, let's just do a little uh, background here on Giannoulis. He was the state treasurer uh, when Barack Obama left uh, the Senate to become president of the United States. Uh, just talking about Barack Obama makes me do the Barack Obama invitation. Uh, there was a, uh, a an election, and he ran against Mark Kirk uh, in uh, 2010. It was defeated. He was a Democratic nominee, but everybody in the state of Illinois was feeling Barack Obama. And so like everybody, in fact, people don't know this, but if you ever heard um, Dennis's uh, audition tape uh, that he did for, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a straight face, his audition tape that he did uh, to get a job at WCPT, uh, it was very Barack Obama-esque. Let's go back and rewind and listen. I, reading the news. I come from Alton. Uh, I like. How did you get Cardinals. my demo tape? <laughs> so anyway, everybody was feeling Barack Obama in 2010, and here we are in 2020. And Alexis Giannoulis says, "You know, I am I don't know. that Barack Obama's old news. I mean, it is the number. His biography is number one in America. It's so popular." Uh, it's probably going to outsell every uh, single memoir that any president has ever written. So he's still very popular, and it's clearly has a strong brand. But politically speaking, I don't know how strong the brand is. Maybe it's time Giannoulis, uh has his own identity. And, D, i got to give him credit for this. 
uh, for this. I can see why 437,000 people have viewed it because he is expressing uh, sentiments that many people have, but don't usually get expressed. I mean, I think about the political discourse that has taken place in the state of Illinois and it's muted. There's no outcry from our leaders on a, a consistent basis about the the lack of assistance we're facing. There was no attempt, I said this yesterday, uh, for the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, or Governor J.B. Pritzker to use their contacts uh, in the corporate world to get Republicans to sign on uh, to getting Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump to have some relief from Chicago, for Chicago, for Illinois, and for the residents of this state. No, the, the Republican Party in Illinois completely ignored the pain that people were facing because the economy was shut down. If anything, they try to blame it all on Democrats uh, who who put in so, uh, so, protocols that hurt the economy, wouldn't allow restaurants to open for indoor dining. So what the Republicans did was defy those rules, even though it could uh, lead to people getting uh, the virus. So they attacked the J.B. Pritzkers of the world uh, for trying to protect the public health and did nothing to try to get the Mitch McConnells of the world, the Donald Trumps of the world to offer up some assistance. And the Democrats are so muted and so distracted on the, the legislators aren't even meeting. How bizarre is that? Well, they can't meet. Uh, well, well, okay. Meet virtually. No, the Pat Whalen law that we call on the Ben Jarofsky show is Pat was the one who pointed it out to us. They're not allowed to meet virtually. And when they had an attempt to pass a, a new law that would enable them to meet virtually, it was defeated in the house. So they're not even meeting. They're not even organized. The Democrats are in disarray. Their leader of the democratic party in the state of Illinois, Michael Joseph Madigan, uh, is up to his eyeballs in a corruption scandal. Many of his, uh, one of his uh, top cronies, Michael McClain, has already been indicted. You know, he denies any wrongdoing, Michael Joseph Manning, but nobody believes him. Everybody believes he knew what was going on. So, you know, the Republicans are counter are attacking the Democrats because of Madigan. 19 Democrats and the legislators say Madigan can go. The rest of them are standing by behind Madigan, where's the organized, cohesive message coming from the Democratic Party regarding the need to help people in Illinois? There is none. Lori Lightfoot spends most of her time fighting with lefty aldermen in the Chicago Teachers Union. She hates lefties. That's something that our centrist mayors have in common. They can't stand lefties. There's no concerted effort between Lori Lightfoot and J.B. Pritzker and Jim Durkin. How about Jim Durkin? Where's he? The Republican leader uh, of the House. Where's Big Feller, D.B., Darren Bailey? Where's Rod Blagojevich, who's now the new voice of the Republican Party? None of them are anywhere. So, yeah, Alexi's tapping into something. We have been ignored in the state of Illinois. Washington doesn't care about us. The Trump, McConnell... Republicans, they just wrote us off because we're a blue state. What do they care? Trump made it clear. He doesn't care what happens to people who live in blue states. Firefighters, fires raging in California, he doesn't care. Hurricane hits Puerto Rico, he doesn't care. So if Illinois is decimated by the pandemic, he doesn't care. He blames it on Pritzker. And Dara Bailey agrees. And Durkin's too afraid to say anything. He's hiding under his table. 
And the Tribune's worthless. Editorial Voice of the most prominent newspaper in Chicago, they're nowhere to be found. Civic community is nowhere to be found. So yeah, Lexi's speaking up. He's, he's articulating a frustration that a lot of people have. Is it legitimate? Does he actually feel it in his heart? I don't know. You know, Alexei Junulis is in the unfortunate position that he's following <laughs> Lori Lightfoot, in my mind anyway. Remember Lori Lightfoot coming to the hideout, D? Telling me exactly what I wanted to hear? Heck yeah. Yeah, Ben was fooled. Ben was as dumb as any MAGA voter in Michigan. Oh, sounds good to me. Kyle, you got it right, man. I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. And now here we are. I will lock you up. <laughs> Take your car. But where is that voice when we need it in unity with all the leaders of Illinois demanding that Washington care about the people of Illinois? Nowhere to be found. Democrats are fighting among themselves. Republicans are trying to take advantage of it so they can seize control of the state house and decimate unions with their anti-union legislation. And Lori Lightfoot's so busy fighting the Chicago Teachers Union because she's got this thing about Stacey Davis Gates that I will never understand. So yeah, Alexi's on the something, D. You know, our leaders have abandoned us in this moment. They're nowhere to be found. They're not working in conjunction with one another. They're at each other's throats. Within the Democratic Party, the left is fighting the center. The center is fighting the left. Nobody can agree on Michael Joseph Madigan. The Black Caucus, the Black Legislative Caucus, which would lead, should be leading the way, has fallen in with Madigan. I agree with Mays Jackson on this one. Mays was on the show yesterday talking about this. I agree with him. I wish the Black Legislative Caucus had told Michael Madigan, Mr. Madigan, it's time for you to go. We're not supporting you. I wish they had done that. They got the votes to guarantee that one of their members is the next speaker. Why they're tying themselves to Madigan, I do not know. But that's our state right now, D. So, Alexi, he got he tapped into something there. He really did. So I'm not surprised he has so many views, D. All right. Oh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot would like to weigh in on the comments you had there earlier. Uh, Mayor Lightfoot, yes. We will shut you down. <laughs> we will cite you. Oh, my. And if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Uh, unless you're Tom Tunney. And then, sure, be zoning chair for all. Yeah, run an illegal cinnamon roll speakeasy. But you still get to be zoning chair. And, you know, maybe the, the Black Caucus did try to bring that up to Madigan, but he's just so he's such a political uh, know-it-all. And, you know, he just knows how to talk to people. You know, maybe he was like, uh, you're getting very sleepy. <laughs> Listen, here's what you do. Hey, uh, they're hypnotized. Whoa. Uh, uh, I, I entered this room. Wanting to tell Matt again he was through. But now, you're right. I love you, Michael Joseph uh, Madigan. I will support you. Uh, at the snap of my finger, you'll go get me an apple. Go. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a good one, D. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh, by the way, that was today in Illinois media. <laughs> Today in Illinois media. media. Yeah, all right. 
Oh, boy, I'll tell you what. We spare no expenses. No expenses spared in the Jarowski Show. All right, live stream <laughs> chat room. How are we doing here? Uh, everybody's doing good. Oh, uh, Jay Marie wanted to let us know. Yeah, we're still pronouncing that dude's last name wrong. <laughs> Forget it. I quit. G- That's it. Gnulius. Gnulius. Not Janulius. Gnulius. I don't know. Nah, 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 you're, I mean, now nah, come on. Right, well, what is this? <laughs> you know? What is this? The Gnulius show? No, come on. I mean, come on. You know, come on. Come on. Nah, nah. All right, you well, know, like people come on, they say, I'm Jarafsky, Javorsky, oh, you God. know, like, well, you know, he got to roll with the punches. But Mays Jackson yesterday, did he get it right? I can't remember. I think Mays got it right. But, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm called Dr. Doobie on this thing, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but at least they pronounce Doobie correctly. You have to give me that. I don't say Dubai. <laughs> one more one, 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 one more story here to talk about. The following comes from the Chicago Sun-Times and Brett Chase. <clears throat> Mayor Lori Lightfoot's administration denied to federal investigators that it helped General Irons owner relocate its car shredding operation to the southeast side from Lincoln Park, despite a previous agreement to assist in the company's expeditious transition to the new location. Ben, I know you've talked about this story from time to time here. Uh, the, late, the letter, dated Tuesday, defends the city's actions as HUD officials continue their investigation into whether the Lightfoot administration violated Southeast Side residents' civil rights by helping to move a polluting nuisance to their Latino-majority neighborhood to make way for a six billion dollar residential and retail development in the mostly white affluent Lincoln Park. The new facility being built at East 116th along Calumet River still needs a final permit to operate. Uh, it's going to pause it there. Ben, any thoughts? Yeah, I um, God, we can go. We should have a special show on this one. Uh, the six billion dollar development that Dennis alluded to uh, was, of course, Lincoln Yards. Uh, listen, That whole section of Chicago uh, along the Chicago River, uh, just just right right at Lincoln, roughly Lincoln Park, uh, that has been ripe for development, upscale development for the last 30 years. And so the city of Chicago, it started with Mayor Rahm, decided they were just going to move out all the industry that had been there forever, uh, move it somewhere else, get rid of it. Uh, and allow the land to be developed by uh, really well-connected, powerful developers into an upscale community. Now, that development has been, uh, what, more or less uh, put on hold by the pandemic. It's not unclear what the market is in Chicago. There's so much uncertainty out there. You know, we should have David Roder come back on the show and do a deep dive on about where the market is right now. The, uh, there was such great growth all throughout uh, the Gold Coast and moving west in Chicago, and it's been halted by the pandemic. D, we used to see that all the time when we would go to the uh, Sun-Times office. It just seemed like there were skyscrapers going up every day uh-huh. and um, in the Fulton Street uh, area. So um, they had to get rid of General Iron and move it down. Well, say, hey, put it on the southeast side. They don't care. People on the southeast side said, wait a minute. We, we don't want this shredding operation. If the north, if it's not good enough for the north side, why do you think it's good enough for us? Well, the guys, I hate to break it to you, but 
the reality is in the city of Chicago is they don't really care what you think. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you know, it's like, yeah, they didn't think it was good enough for the North side. So they, where do they put it? They put it on the South side. Same thing happened with the trucks. Remember the garbage truck, uh, the city lot or across you from the hideout for years. It was right there across you from the city. hideout, for across you from the hideout. Garbage trucks. You go to the hideout for first Tuesday. You can see the garbage trucks. You can smell the garbage trucks. City of Chicago said, no, no, this ain't going to work. No, no, no. Negatory. We want to develop this for upscale rich people and upscale rich developers. So we'll just move the garbage trucks to the south side. You know, get uh, people on the south side. Tell them, hey, jobs are coming. And Mayor Ron had a press release. Good news, south side. You're getting the garbage trucks. <laughs> Meanwhile, what he didn't have the press conference say is in the north side is getting the upscale development, which is being subsidized with TIFs, which raise your property taxes. But we're going to tell you it doesn't raise your property taxes. So, D, that's called development in the city of Chicago. It's called economic development in the city of Chicago. The north side gets the upscale development, and the south side gets the shredder and the garbage trucks. Okay? That's how it goes in Chicago, D. Come on. What do you think this is? A democracy? What do you think this is? Democracy? Come on. <laughs> it's a... Uh, I was going to say a Lori Lightfootocracy. That's what we live in, the Lori Lightfootocracy. I just made right. that up. That's good. I like it. I like it. Uh, well, we have some developments in our question that we asked the live stream chat room on a scale of one to five, one being not so much and five. Holy crap. Is that Barack Obama? <laughs> how much did Alexi, how do you pronounce it again, uh, Jay Marie? Uh, let me try it again here. Ganulius. How much? Did I, oh, my goodness. My phone's ringing. <laughs> what a show today. <laughs> Right, we'll just take that out. Then. Uh, guys, I run I run the entire show through one laptop and my phone. All right. So this is going to happen from time to time. OK, guys, no, the WCPT days are gone. No big giant equipment. All right. Uh, but no, on a scale of one to five, how much did that guy sound like Barack Obama? Steven on the live stream chat says zero because he's a loser. OK, well, <laughs> Come on, Steven. That's so unnecessary. <laughs> and Jay Marie, Jay Marie said a two. I mean, you know, it's it, but it, the, the thing is, if you listen to the original 2010 G when he was really feeling his Barack, then you, you, then he sounds like Barack. I think everybody was sounding like Barack back then, but things changed. Now they're all going to sound like. Joe Biden, you watch Julian Lewis's next commercial. Play, play the radio. Words, kids. Yeah. I am Julian Lewis. Uh, uh, I like pudding. Okay, pudding. Cool. Uh, yeah, pudding. Huh? Banana pudding. Who said that? Oh man, this Julian Lewis is on fire. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the direction he's heading. I can just see his political consultants. Uh, Alexia, uh, I think he should head in Biden country. Yeah, Biden's the new thing. All right. Hey. Ah, what? Huh? What? Oh. 
<laughs> Old Country Buffet. I'm in. <laughs> All right. Remember, you can download previous Ben Jarofsky yeah. shows, Benny J bonus interviews, and so much more at the Chicago Reader website, chicagoreader.com, or wherever else you download your favorite podcasts. All right. And you can send us an email always, bennyjshow at gmail.com, B E N N Y, the letter J show at gmail.com. Find us on social media at Benny J show. You can leave us a voicemail. Uh, we're going to keep doing Bulls trivia. I don't know. It was a little rough. We'll figure it out. Uh, call us up, 708 Wait, six. what was unrough about it? I was right. I got. I was two for two on that Bulls oh, trivia. Oh, no, it turns out uh, uh, I was, wasn't going to say anything, but Jim said uh, both your answers were wrong. He came back and said they were both false. Well, I think I, I thought the first one might be uh, wrong because – you know, I thought like Paxson led the Bulls in scoring in game five of L.A., but that, that thing was a trick one. Jim, I'm just saying, are you sure you're not an attorney? I mean, now I mean, like, like, well, Ben, actually, Scotty Pippen was the last to be introduced. Yeah, when Jordan wasn't on the team. Oh, come on, Ben, that's a, that's a technicality. <laughs> See what I mean? A well, little rough. A little rough. we got to figure out the process of how this uh, Bulls trivia thing's going to work. I we'll like get the there. Bulls trivia. I yeah. like it. Call us up. 708-658-4788. That number again. 708-658-4788. We would love to hear from you. And, hey, if you listen on the download, we'd love for you to join us on the live stream sometime, Tuesdays through Fridays, 1 until 3 p.m. Central Time at the Chicago Reader YouTube channel. Join Stephen, Frank, Jeff, Jim, Brianna, Jay Marie, and the rest of the gang on the Ben Jarofsky Show live stream chat. We'd love to hear from you as well.